What's up, dope folks? It's your girl, Natima Cherie, influencer, with another episode of Her Say. And it's like 11.48 here on the East Coast in the DMV where I'm located, but I'm wide awake. I'll tell you guys why in a sec, but I've missed you guys so much. I hope your new year is off to a great start. We're about, what, 37 days, 36 days into the new year. I hope it's been productive. Mine hasn't at all. We'll get in that, into that in a minute. Um, but in all transparency, I really haven't done a damn thing. And, and shame on me, guys. And maybe y'all can reach out to me, DM me, ping me, whatever me, and uh, encourage me and motivate me and push me to do better. Because I really don't want 2020 to resemble 2019 in any way. Like, oh my gosh, I don't want to relive last year. I want to have a much better, more productive, successful year. So anyway, the reason I'm still awake at damn near midnight, guys, is because I had such a full day, right? I worked all day, um, logged off from work, did some schoolwork, worked on a friend's resume. I had two client meetings this evening, you know, knocked those both out. They were very productive, really great. And then I thought I was going to end my night by watching a documentary or a keynote address, rather, by one of my favorite authors, Brene Brown. If you guys are not familiar, please Google her. I'm not about to drop her bio, but y'all better Google her. She is just, I call her Mrs. Dopeness. Like, I love her so much. But anyway, I thought that's how I was going to end my evening. I was propped up on the couch with my little trail mix and my, you know, smart water and watching her. And as she always does, whether I'm reading her books or watching her TED Talks, she just motivated me. And I was like, damn it, I can't go to bed. I got stuff to do. I got to do things. I got to get some stuff done. I cannot go to sleep without doing something else before I go to bed. And so I decided to jump on and do this podcast. It was either that or go to the gym. And I was not doing that. Those endorphins would have had me up all damn night. So I decided to jump on here and share with you guys something I've been working on this week. Um, one of the things that I'm intentional about is, again, ensuring that my 2020 looks nothing like 2019. And in order to do that, I have to one, be intentional, as I just mentioned, be deliberate, make real changes, changes to my attitude, my behaviors, my habits, my mentality, um, and then also you know, unlearn some things and learn some new things. And so in doing that, I've been doing a lot of research and you know, Googling different articles about success, uh, what success looks like, how I should measure it, you know, how do I set goals and objectives and milestones? You know, when do I give myself credit for achieving them or completing them? And what does that look like big picture as well as granular? And so I came across this article that talked about the law of attraction and how we attract abundance and success. So regardless of our desire to be successful, if you don't have the right behavior the right mentality, the right attitude, success will never find you. And I thought about that and I really dwelled on that for a while. And I was like, yo, dude is absolutely right. I said, you are freaking right, Mr. Blogger, Mr. Author of the article. Like you are absolutely right. If I don't develop behaviors and attitudes and demonstrate the real true and desire to be successful, it will never find me. And it's no different than when we're looking for a mate when we're looking for friends, if they don't find you attractive, they're not approaching you. And success literally has the same attitude. If you don't look attractive to success and you don't have the attributes and the attitudes and the qualities and the habits uh, and the skills that success desires from you, it is not approaching you. 
And I know that sounds crazy, guys, but I promise you it's real. It really is. And so it prompted me to to write down a couple of things that I'm referring to as unattractive behavior. So that's that's what I'm talking about tonight, guys. I'm sharing with you what I've experienced and how I've had to view myself and write down some areas that are just unattractive and why success ain't trying to fuck with me right now. Like success is like, nah, you cool. You're not cute enough. Like you are not cute enough right now, Tima. And so I was like, damn, I really have to do some work to make myself more attractive to success. And again, if that sounds crazy to you, log off. It's cool. But for those who are still with me, let's get into this. I'm jumping right in. So I'll first share with you guys a couple of the things that I do that makes me unattractive, some of my unattractive behaviors and attitudes. The first one is procrastination. I procrastinate all the time. I will literally spend the day writing out an agenda for the week and don't do shit off the list. Like I promise you, I'll be all hype, got the nerve to put little stickers and little asterisks next to what's important to me. Don't do none of it. I push it off all week long. I'll start Monday. Oh, I got the rest of the week to do it. Then here come Tuesday. I still got a couple more days to do it. Then here go Wednesday. And I haven't done a thing. And then once we reach Sunday and I have to get all of the things done that I didn't do in the start of the week, plus what I usually do on weekends, now I have a whole attitude. Now everybody in the house got to deal with Tima's attitude because she didn't do a damn thing she was supposed to do all week long. Now, how you mad at your man and your kids because you ain't do what you was supposed to do? That's another, that's another podcast. Let me let that go. But procrastination. Procrastination is extremely unattractive to success. Success is not interested in people who procrastinate. I'm, I'm just putting it out there for you. And I'm not judging nobody. Y'all know that. I don't like to judge, but I do like to help. And in the help that I'm getting myself through self-study and through self-awareness and, and intentional you know, self-reflection, I'm just sharing with you what I've learned about me. And if that's you too, cool. You know, you ain't even got to tell me. Don't DM and let me know. Just take it and keep it moving. But procrastination is extremely unattractive to success. Another one of those unattractive behaviors for me is perfectionism. Now, I just told y'all that I procrastinate, right? But when I finally do get something done, if it's not absolutely perfect, I'm not happy with it. And one of the things that I realized not that long ago is my perfectionism manifests in the smallest ways, in the most, what you would think is not even that serious. I like, it has to be perfect. Take, for example, if I want to post a selfie, right? I will literally take about 45 pics to post one. The lighting has to be right. My makeup has to look good. My eyes have to be, you know, uh, very glaring in a certain way. Like it just be so crazy for me to post one, not to post a few for one. And that's just one example of perfectionism and how it really does rob me of appreciating what I have done and what I am getting done and what I am working on because it's not perfect. And that is unattractive to success because one of the things that I've read and a lot of the research I've been doing is failure is a part of success. Setback is a part of success. Disappointment and having to admit that you've done something wrong is a part of your success journey. But if you are a perfectionist and you can't, you, can, you, know, you can't appreciate anything if it's not done perfectly, you're going to miss out on a lot of opportunity to grow and to learn and to actually become better. And so that is one of the, the primary things I'm working on is letting go of that attitude that everything I do has to be perfect or has to appear perfect. 
the facade of perfection and really just be okay with what I am getting done, what I am getting accomplished and move forward that way. So another one of the things that I do um, that's really unattractive in terms of behavior towards success is fear. Like I am so afraid of failing. I am afraid of being laughed at. I'm afraid of being told I can't. I'm afraid of, you know, just people assuming that I've done something shady to get where I am. Like, like all kinds of fearful thoughts enter my mind and really do cause me to pause. Like, I'd be like, I don't know if I really want to do this because, and it's always because of fear. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times that I do it scared. There are some times that I just do it anyway. I'd be afraid and still get it done um, and kind of just push fear to the side. But that's still unattractive to success because one thing I've recognized about successful people, they're fearless. They're relentless. They go after what they want and they really don't give a damn about what fear has to say about it. Like they're getting it done. And it's not to say that they haven't had fearful moments or haven't been hesitant because of fearful thoughts, but they're still doing it. And that's something I need to get in the habit of doing. Like, okay, do it scared. Okay, you're scared, Tima. You have fear that it might not work out. Do it anyway. And so if you're like me, I just want to let you know that fear is unattractive to success. It really is an unattractive behavior. Another one that kind of goes hand in hand with fear is self-doubt. I doubt myself so much more than I should. I am always like, mm, I don't know, Tima, you, you're not the smartest girl in the room. So? Or, oh, I don't know, Tima, because there's other people who have bookstores. So? I have got to break that self-doubt mentality. I have got to talk myself out of it. I don't want to be conceited or arrogant, but I'd be damned if I sleep on myself. I know there's a lot of dopeness in me. I know there's a lot that I can accomplish and that I can do. I know I have a lot of talent. I'm extremely smart and that needs to be enough. So self-doubt is not something that you just get rid of because you say so. It's actually something you have to work on every single day by boosting your self-esteem, boosting your confidence. Sometimes you got to affirm yourself. I was telling my boyfriend, I got my little mirror messages that I write with my MAC lipstick every week. And it's just a different affirmation or different goal for myself. And I write it right on my bathroom mirror because I need to see it. I need to see that, Tima, everything that you want in life, you can have it if you work for it. And my messages be so simple. And in my own language, I speak Tima to myself. Like I, I say things in a way that I can comprehend and I can appreciate. So sometimes it's some profanity in there. Sometimes it's some slang in there. And then sometimes it's proper. But regardless of the tone that I write it in, it's something that I need to hear, something that I need to affirm daily. And maybe that's you. Maybe your self-doubt is keeping you from getting a lot of things done. You don't think that you're smart enough. You don't think you're connected to the right people. You don't think you have the funds. Listen, talk yourself out of doubting yourself. Sometimes that's what it takes. That self-doubt creep up. Be like, girl, uh-uh. You too good for this. You too smart for this. You want this way too much. And sometimes that's what I have to do to myself. Or I have to write it out. I have to write on my in my journal, write on paper. I be leaving notes all over the house for myself. Because you just never know when that doubt will creep in. And you need to see that message to you. Team will pull it together, sis. You got this. If you didn't have the talent, you wouldn't be here where you are. Go. Just go. 
Go after everything you want. Another one that kind of segues from self-doubt, um, which is a very unattractive behavior that I allow to manifest way too often, is comparison. I compare myself to others way more than I should. And it's so unhealthy and unfair to me. And again, I'm speaking from a position of self, but if this is you, this message is for you. If you're comparing yourself to others, you gotta stop. You have got to stop. It's unfair. It is unfair. Because first of all, you don't know what those people have been through to get where they are. And in the same way, you don't even know if where they are is real. So here you are comparing yourself, one, not knowing what they've had to sacrifice to get there, or two, they not really there. Either way, it's not healthy. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. You know, I hear a lot of people go, oh, um, you know, my only competition is in the mirror. No, no, not really. That's not even competition. You are in competition with no one. Your goal is to live your best life, be your, the greatest version of yourself, end of story. There is no competition because guess what? What's for you is for you if you go after it. We have got to stop allowing these cliches to govern our lives and to shape our mentality. You don't have to compete with anything or anyone. You just go after what you want. It's enough for all of us. There's enough for everyone to eat. I love the meme where it shows the, bre the bread aisle. Over 60 different damn types of bread. And guess what? Not one of those companies are going under. There might be another person who owns a bookstore. Might be another person who owns a bookstore similar to mine, but it don't got nothing to do with me. I'm still going to do what I want to do. I'm still going to do what I know I'm called to do. So comparison will really rob you of joy. Comparison will really rob you of genuine effort because it'll, it'll allow some of those other unattractive behaviors to manifest, right? Now, because you're comparing yourself, now you're doubting yourself. Because you're doubting yourself, now you have fear. Because of the fear, now you're procrastinating. Do you see how all of those can affect you in going after success? This is exactly why success is not attracted to those things. And if you have those things, success ain't checking for you. So I want to do this, as I mentioned, in two parts. So now what I'm going to do is just share a few things that you can work on this week until we come back again on some of the ways to attract success, right? So now that you recognize some of your behaviors that are unattractive, what are some things you can start working on that are attractive, that will attract success? First thing you can do is alter your mindset. You have to start thinking different. The way you think of yourself is what matters. Because guess what? The way you think of yourself will influence how others see you. Because the way you think of yourself is exactly how you'll begin to behave. It's how your attitudes will be formed. Your habits will come as a result of what you think of yourself. So you have to alter your thinking. You have to change your mindset. Another thing that you can do is surround yourself with positivity. And I'm not saying just a bunch of positive memes and quotes, but I mean actual positive attitude and positive energy. One of the things that I say all the time is I'm not claiming bad days anymore. I might have bad moments in a day. I might have bad experiences, but I'm not throwing the whole damn day away. I'm not doing that anymore. That is an insult to, in me, to, in my opinion. That's an insult to the creator. God is like, dang, how you throwing the whole day away because you done had a bad moment? The whole day is a waste for the rest of the world because of you. I'm not doing that anymore. 
I'm going to acknowledge when I've had a bad moment or a bad experience in the day, but no longer am I claiming that I've had a bad day. And you'd be surprised how, how much your words manifest and really do shape your day and your attitude about your day. So no more bad days. No more bad days. Surround yourself with positivity. Be your own positivity promoter. Don't wait on other people or meme or Facebook post or tweet to make you feel good about you. Do it yourself. Hype yourself up. Show yourself love. There's nothing wrong with that. You want to be successful? You need to first adopt an attitude of gratitude and positivity. I'm telling you, that's the first thing. You have to be positive. You have to be grateful. Gratitude has a lot to do with recognizing where you are now and appreciating where you're headed. If you can't even be grateful for the things you have done, how the hell are you going to appreciate the things that you want to do? To much is given, much is required. If you can't appreciate the things that you have, you will never be able to appreciate the things that you want to have or the things that you're going after. So that gratitude and that positivity, to me, they go hand in hand. I'll give you guys one more and then, you know, we'll come back in part two because it is late and I'm tired. But another thing that I want you to do in terms of shaping attractive behaviors and attractive habits, you need to realize your potential. You got to realize your potential and know you're worth it. If you have to tell yourself every day the things that you're good at, if you have to list every day what you're good at, do it. I tell myself every single day, Tima, you are really good at what you do or your company would not pay you as well as they do to do it. Tima, you are a great mom. Your daughters adore you. You're a good mother. You're a great sister. You're a good daughter. You're a good friend. You are energetic. You're funny at times. Like I have to constantly remind myself of my qualities because the world is always showing me what I lack. The world always points out what I lack. Society and culture will always remind me of what I don't have or what I'm not. So that's why I have to combat those negative thoughts with, nope, you might not have those things. You might not look like that. You may not have come from that affluent family. You may not have had those same opportunities, but guess what? Here's what you do have. You dope, Tima. Shit, you was rosy and fresh, okay? That was you at 11 years old. You went on to college and put yourself through school. You are working on your third degree. Like I have to constantly big myself up and make myself feel better. And it's not about bragging again or promoting conceit or arrogance. No, but it's just saying, you know what? I do contribute a lot to the world. I'm here for a reason. There's something great about me. And if I don't recognize my potential and I don't recognize my greatness, how the hell am I going to present that to the world? You have to find what's unique about you and push that. You have to recognize what's dope about you and promote that. You think celebrities got where they are because they was waiting for somebody else to recognize it? No. Y'all listen. Y'all know one of my favorite people on the planet is Drake. Drake, the most arrogant person I've ever seen in my life, but I love him. Same thing with Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne the God is an asshole, but I love him. You know why? Because they recognize who they are. They are who they are. And they have presented it to the world in a way where you can't deny it. Some people don't like him, but you can't deny Charlemagne is funny. He's smart. He's influential. You can't deny that Drake is talented. You might not love them, but guess what? You can't, you cannot deny 
what they offer the world. And that's what you have to do to yourself. You have to look at yourself and say, you know what? There's a lot of potential here. I got to get rid of some unattractive behavior so that success going to holler at me and come see about me. And then I have to work to, to maintain the relationship with success. Because that's the problem. Most people want success and chase it and pursue it and beat its door down. And then once they're in a relationship with success, they don't do shit to keep it. They don't do a damn thing to maintain it. You have to maintain your relationship with success. You can't just pursue it. You can't just conquer it. Once you've, once you've achieved it and you've attained it, now you have to maintain it. You got to keep it. And having the right behaviors and attitudes is what's going to help you to do that. And so again, I don't jump on here and talk about nothing that I ain't living. Y'all know I'm living this. This is why I'm sharing this in all transparency. I procrastinate. I'm a perfectionist. I doubt myself. Like these are all things that I'm struggling with and I'm being honest about it because I'm working on it. So six months from now, a year from now, and y'all see my attitude change and my behavior change and y'all see more success in my life and y'all see more doors opening for me. Remember this podcast. You're going to remember like, no, 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 I'm a witness. She did the work. Because without doing that inner work, I don't give a damn what you attract. You won't maintain it. One of, the, one of my favorite things my dad taught me growing up, he always said, don't allow, your, well, don't allow your talent to take you where your character can't keep you. Many of us are attractive or attracting things to us that, we can't, that we're not ready to keep, that we're not ready to hold on to. It's no different. I'm not trying to come for nobody, but I'm just going to use this as an example. It's no different for that Instagram baddie. You're, you know, these fellas out here going crazy off of her. She bad. The girl stacked to death because she invested all her time, money, energy, effort into looking good. But you can't have a conversation with her. The girl can't cook worth shit. So you done did all of that work to get her. And now something she don't even want to maintain because she ain't, she's not sustainable. It's no different than success. Don't go chasing it, pursuing it, and exhausting yourself to get it if you have not done the inner work to maintain it. This is why you got celebrities broke after successful careers in the NFL and NBA and got no money. And I mean, you know, wealth management is a whole nother subject, but my point is, it still ties back to success. You've pursued it, you've chased it, you've achieved it, and now you do not know how to maintain it. If you like me, then you want sustainability. I don't want to rush to the top. I'll take my time because when I get there, I plan to hang out. I plan to chill and enjoy what I've accomplished. I'm not rushing up there. I need to grow. I need to mature. I need to evolve. And these are some of the things that I need to do. I need to recognize my unattractive behaviors and then work to remove them so that I can, so that I can implement and adopt some new attitudes and new behaviors. I want to be able to stay where I get to. I want to be able to stay at the level that I reach. I ain't trying to fall back down. I'm not trying to get no ridiculous Twitter beef for the next. And now the whole world looking at me like I'm crazy. <clears throat> no shade, just saying. But all right, y'all, that's all I have for the first episode. I will be coming back with a part two because I want to talk a little bit more about some of those other unattractive behaviors that I've recognized and jotted down to share with you guys. And then what I'm doing to combat that. What are some things that I'm intentionally working on to change those things? Because if you like me, you want to be successful. I want success. I do. I don't want fame. Big damn difference. If fame comes with my success, cool. But I'm not chasing fame. I want to be successful. I want legacy. I want, I want to earn wealth and money that my children's children can't spend. That's what I desire. Y'all can have that fame. Fame is overrated. I want success. 
So that's it today, guys. I'm getting ready to get in the shower and go to bed. I'm tired as hell. I love y'all, though. Remember that you are dope. You better show the world and tell the world because Tima says so. Y'all be great. Show them the way